and gentlemen, and welcome to the November 19th, 2017 edition of Season 5 of The Court Report on the Nahum Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Every week, we'll take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League. Had a game this week? Let us know about it. You can friend me on Facebook, send me a message. My name is Elliot Weisselberg, that's W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G, or you could like the Court Report fan page. You could also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S Wiseguy, that's Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y, and you can also find us on Instagram. Thank you, everybody, for following me on Instagram over the last week. Lots of new followers, and looking forward to many, many more over the weeks ahead. Handle on Instagram is NSN Court Report. So look uh, look, look for me, find me, follow me, I'll follow you, and uh, you can keep me apprised of what's going on in the Yeshiva League, because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it, and, you know, we need to be able to talk about it here on the Court Report. Thank you again to our amazing sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Every week I come here and I tell you about the amazing uh, work that they do, but you really need to find out for yourselves. Again, if you haven't been been a champion over the last 10 years or so, then you really probably haven't gotten a chance to see what they can do. Give them a call, 718-769-4111. Let them know that you want to experience the amazing crafts, uh, craftsmanship and handiwork that they put into each and every one of the trophies. If you are a champion, you've already got one of their trophies in your house, and you know what it is they can do for you. But Give them a call for all your trophy and plaque needs. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, coach, official analyst, most of all, like you. I am a huge Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids with you each and every week. If you have a smartphone and haven't downloaded the NSN app already, please do so. You'll have access to all of our Court Report episodes all the way back to the very first one. Plus, you'll be able to send in comments for each show. Please keep the comments nice. Much like the show is not about me criticizing, degrading, or disrespecting players or coaches, please be courteous enough to do the same. If you haven't downloaded the app, you're probably listening on your computer. Get to your phone. Download the app. So much more that you can do. You can also look at many of the other great programming on the Nahum Siegel Network. And uh, apparently, a new feature that came up over the last couple of weeks, you could also take a look at the Tuesday morning Jam the AM sports updates that have uh, gone on for the season so far. Glad we can finally get those up. You can't, uh, can't fit all the ones all the way back to the very first one. Uh, we go all the way back. I, I, I believe that this is... I, I got to check with Nahum. I, I didn't get a chance to do that before we started the cor- the sorry the, the sports update this year. I believe this is probably... Uh, well, it's got to be more than 10 years. It's got to be like 11th or 12th year, dating all the way back to when Isaac Benishai did it. Uh, and even before, there were a couple of people, or maybe one or two people, I- I'm not too sure. But that's been on there for 12 years. So uh don't think we can fit all of those um, episodes. Or, I mean, they're only four or five minutes, but that's going all the way back. That would be like putting all of Nahum's shows on the network, although Nahum has been on daily for the last 30 years. But I digress. Welcome to the Court Report. Thank you for tuning in. An amazing week in sports this past week. 
can't wait to take you through it all. A couple of things before we go through it. Um, first, I want to give a shout out. Um, they're not a sponsor of ours, but doesn't mean that I can't give a leg up to people from time to time. Last night, my wife and a few friends and I, we went to Brooklyn Artisan Bakehouse over in Crown Heights. Uh, amazing, amazing experience. If you guys can get the chance to go out there, they are phenomenal. If you're looking for a brunch place, looking for a great place to just get some really good classic brunch, lunch, breakfast food. It is an amazing place. Got a chance to talk to the owner. Got a chance to hang out. They are one of a kind. Take yourselves down there. If you're in Brooklyn for for an afternoon game or even you know even an early morning game on a Sunday or whatever, just if you find yourself in Crown Heights, take yourselves over to Brooklyn Artisan Bakehouse. You will not regret it. Um, that that being said, as I've been saying the last couple of weeks, if you want to hear your company uh, pushed for something like that or you have a product or anything and you'd like to you'd like to get it out into the sea of millions of millions upon millions of people who tune in to the Knock'em Seal network over the course of a year or even just the the segment that tune in to the court report give us a call let us know uh, we would love to have you sponsor us. We would love to push you. We would love to be able to get your voice and your product out there. Again, we are looking for people to sponsor the show and uh, join our family. We would love to have you aboard. Um, This coming week is Thanksgiving, everybody. So let me just be very premature in saying happy Thanksgiving to you all. That happening this Thursday. I know it impacts a lot of what's going on over the week in terms of sports. There's, It's a very truncated, very short week. We had games today. We're going to have games tomorrow, games Monday. Sorry, well, tomorrow is Monday. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and then you have a couple of days off. I know there's some games happening. I, I believe there's a game happening Saturday night. There, there's a game happening next Sunday. But for the most part, we're down, we're down a night in terms of sports. I know Thursday night is normally a very big night for Yeshiva League games. And so we'll be without that. So even in some cases, Wednesday night is going to be a very, very short night. Not sure. Uh, We'll definitely go through the list of games, and we'll see just exactly how much the Thanksgiving break will impact the sports this week. I'll tell you what it won't impact. It will not impact us having a court report next week. We will be on next next Sunday night. Uh, Obviously, we'll have the encore this Tuesday night, and we'll be on with a fresh new court report next Sunday night. I had originally hoped to have a couple of interviews for next week, considering it will be a short week, aren't as many games, so I figured why not make this the time where we get the interviews in that we were going to have at the beginning of the year to do our uh, season previews, and instead do that now. I can tell you we have confirmed that next week on this show we will have our usual hockey uh, preview interviewee. We will have... TABC, uh, the head of uh, TABC, uh, head of uh, head of hockey, um, uh, fancy title, director of hockey operations, and the varsity hockey head coach Mo Fuchs. We will have him on. I had originally also hoped to have Frisch JV basketball coach and my uh, color 
commentator for last year's JV basketball championship, Dovey Foreman. However, I was informed by uh, Coach Foreman that he is not available this week. He will be in Israel for his son's bar mitzvah, Mazel Tov, to the Foreman family. We look to get him on the air as soon as he gets back. So next week, we will do a hockey JV and varsity um, interview where we'll catch everybody up and do sort of a recap on what's happened in the first quarter and even to some cases half of the hockey season. Can't believe we're uh, almost about to hit December time. It, it really does seem like it was just summer, and here we are literally at the end of the calendar year. So you know what that means when we get into the nitty-gritty of the Yeshiva League season. That'll happen over the next couple of weeks. Again, uh, maybe the week after that, we'll have Coach Foreman on and do the same for JV and Varsity Boys Basketball. So that's really what's happening over the next couple of days, well, in terms of our show. In terms of the Yeshiva League, like I said, a couple of games happening over the next couple of days. Uh, but really, what's what's to be discussed today the great week that was in Yeshiva League sports. A lot happening this past week that we're going to get into, um, especially last night's action in varsity hockey, TABC and SAR going head-to-head. When we get to varsity basketball, a changing of the guard at the top, although some may not look at it that way, uh, especially not if you look at the myhsal.com website um, and how they view who is at the top of the standings, but fresh new face at the top of the standings. And the girls' sports will have some interesting stuff from the past week. I promise you will get there. Please don't mind if it sounds a little muffled on my end. Uh, I'm battling the, I guess, the start of a cold. So it's a good thing that for the next week, all I'll get to do is rest until our show next Sunday. But with that, I think we can dive right into the week that was in Yeshiva League Sports. And we're going to start off with varsity hockey. We're going to start off varsity hockey. And we'll start off with last night's battle between TABC and SAR. Now, these two schools are generally, I guess you can call them at this point, you can call them arch rivals. TABC obviously has its battles with Frisch. SAR over the last couple of years have had its battles with Frisch. I guess the three of them, it's really the three-headed monster in the West. They are the ones usually at the top of every sport looking to take each other on, looking to take each other out. And the fact that they're all in the same division, it's just, it's just a great meeting between two extremely high-level programs, especially in terms of hockey. These two schools usually at the very top. TABC finding itself back at, I guess, uh, I, I mean, look, last year was still a solid year for TABC. Coach Mo Fuchs will tell you that last year was probably one of the most trying years that the TABC team has had. SAR will tell you that last year probably was for them a bitter disappointment. We, we recapped last week what happened with SAR in terms of where they ended up as a result of their matchups with Frisch. Now looking to overcome the fact that they were taken out in the semifinals last year in DRS, where they really thought that they could get the upper hand and win that school's first varsity hockey championship, not to be. So this year, coming back with a real sense of vengeance and urgency, and their first their their first big challenge last week against Frisch easily overcome 
question is, how would they do against the other Jersey rival that they have, that being TABC? Well, the two teams met up last night in the Hive, where SAR has been dominant this year, not only in hockey, but in just about every sport that they have had competitions in. But it would be TABC getting on the board first. Ephraim Tiger taking a Yitzi Kopstick pass and putting it home for a one nothing TABC lead. Score would stay that way through the second and into the third period. 7.30 left in the game. TABC still hanging on to the lead, but not for much longer as... Shua Friedman netted one to tie the game up at one apiece. Back and forth action as the clock wound down, but no resolution as this game would go to overtime as the puck dropped on the extra session. A curious choice on the TABC side, starting their third-line offense against SAR's top unit. It would pay off dividends, though. 22 seconds in, the Schiffowitz line of Ellie Schiff and Ellie Spinowitz connected with Spinowitz, putting home the overtime winner for the Storm. The win puts TABC at 2-0 on the week, 3-0 overall. The other win they took this week, a big win against Hillel this past Sunday by the score of 13-0. SAR dropping their first game, now 4-0-0-1. Four wins, no losses, one overtime loss. Their other game on the week, a uh, another grudge match. Uh, we obviously know about uh, SAR's last championship as a school, the JV championship three years ago that this unit was a part of. Their opponents were the Rambam Ravens. The two schools came into this, uh, came into this week both at the top of the divisions with um, SAR obviously at the top of the West at that point, Rambam at or near the top of the East. This game, a, a sort of, I guess, a shell given the, the problems, uh, I shouldn't say the problems, but given what has transpired in Rambam over the last year, Kobe Cohen transferring out to DRS, Zach Finkelman also heading out to DRS. So not quite the same unit that was there two years ago, three years ago. Uh, Rambam not doing as well in that game, although still surprisingly at the top of the leaderboards in the East. Rambam losing to SAR eight to one this past Thursday night, so SAR able to get a one oh oh and one record on the week. But that game against TABC, obviously the one they wanted more. It's in the division. It's against a school that they're going to probably be um, well definitely going to face them again. When it comes down to it, like we said against Frisch, that top spot is so important because it means avoiding whoever the top spot is in the East. Obviously, um, you, you, you would probably think that DRS would find its way out there. DRS currently 5-0, and taking a win on the week over North Shore. Um, but... The, I think the name of the game is avoiding going to the number one team in the East in the semifinals, like last year was for SAR. Right now, SAR in that two spot in the West, and they have to face TABC again. They have to face Frisch again. So the question is, what is going to happen for the rest of the year? They need to start picking up the wins against those teams in order to sort of ensure themselves that they can, uh, I guess, avoid having to go out to a school, whether it be DRS, whether it be Hafter. The name of the game is get that semifinal game. Obviously, you don't want to look ahead to that. You still have a first-round game you got to play or a second-round game. But get the semifinal on your home court in the Hive. 
SAR is deadly, and they would look to get themselves back up to the top. Uh, right now, they have two other schools in the West that are undefeated. MTA is 5-0 and uh, after taking two games this past week. MTA defeated JEC 6-1 to start off the week. And a 1-0 win over Ramaz last night. Gabe Isaacs, the lone goal on the game for the Lions. So MTA at the top of the West at 5-0. and The school on the hill back at the top of the hill in the West. But right there, TABC... Uh, has six points at three and zero. The two of them sandwich SAR with nine points at four zero zero and one. Also happening on the week, a uh, couple of cross games. Um, you had YDE defeating Hillel in a barn burner, eight to six. It was a game I ref. Really, really awesome game. Michael Ancona for Hillel scoring for his ninth in the three games that uh, that Hillel played over that. I think it was a four or five day span. Uh, that dates back to the week before where Hillel played Share Torah as well and uh, brought Hillel back from deficits of 3 nothing and 8-4, to including two goals with a minute four and a minute left in the third and almost netted a third 10 seconds later. But it would be Edgar Chikalo's three goals that would lead YDE to its second victory on the season, rebounding from its loss to Flatbush last Saturday night. Also that night, very interesting game out in Jersey. Solomon Schechter traveling out to Kushner, and it would be the visitors putting on a clinic in the Kushner rink. Solomon Schechter jumping out to a 3 nothing lead. Ira Kohler netting the hat-trick for Solomon Schechter, uh, including the empty netter that would... Uh, stall a Kushner comeback. Kushner had made it 3-2 at that point. But Kohler, with the empty netter to put the game on ice, Logan Levy holding the Cobras to two goals on their home rink. Solomon Schechter jumping out to a 2-1 record, really looking to make a push for a playoff berth. It's been a couple of years since Solomon Schechter has made the playoffs, but they've been a very interesting team of late, and they will look to make a push in a crowded Eastern Conference. Kushner would not stay down for long, though. They would rebound from their loss with a 4-2 win over JEC. Kushner erased a 2-1 deficit that JEC built up through two Alicia Schmutter goals, with goals from Zach Kaplan, who scored twice, and Izzy Gulko netting one, with Kushner uh, scoring three unanswered to take the 4-2 victory, also in their home court. So Kushner salvaging a 1-1 record on the week, putting them at a 2-3 record, tied with Hillel at 2-3, also tied with JEC and Ramaz. Uh, Ramaz getting their second win of the season this past Thursday night, uh, before that lost MTA. This one, a 4-2 win over North Shore. Goals from Henry Koffler, Eddie Catton, and Matthew Gerwich. Also on the week, let's see if there's anything else. Was there anything else in the West? Uh, I said TAB, talked about TABC Hillel, MTA, JEC, Kushner, JEC. Uh, so, yep, that's pretty much it for the West. Moving back over to the East, I told you about DRS and Shari, sorry, and North Shore. Um, Hafter taking a 14-0 win over Mag and David. Mag and David, though, able to bounce back against Shari with a 5-1 win. Albert Hadef, a first-period natural hat-trick, putting the Warriors in front for good uh, to give Mag and David its second win on the year, second against a Brooklyn team. 
Taking a look at the standings now in the East, we'll start out. DRS at the top of the division at 5-0, followed closely by Rombaum with 8 points at 4-1. Flatbush behind them, 3-0-1, 7 points. Hafter with 6 points at 3-0. Three-way tie for the next spot. That would be the fifth spot with Solomon Schechter, YDE, and Mag and David all at four points. Solomon Schechter at two and one, YDE at two and three, Mag and David at two and four. Following up, Hank and North Shore both tied at two points. Hank at one and three, North Shore at one and five, and Shari Torah rounding out the back end of the East at 0 and six. Looking over at the West, MTA takes, as we said, is taking the top spot at 5-0 and with 10 points. SAR at 4-0-0-1 with 9 points. TABC and Frisch tied, but TABC is 3-0 and and Frisch at 3-1, and both with 6 points. Frisch idle on the week. Hillel, Kushner, JEC, and Ramaz, as we said, all tied at 4 points. Hillel and Kushner tied at 2-3. and JEC, by virtue of 2 losses this week, dropped from 500 to 2-4. and And Ramaz at 2-5. and Westchester, Rounding out the division at 0-5. Them not having a game this week. I uh, believe they were supposed to have a game with Shari Torah. That was postponed. Hafter Frisch, that was supposed to happen last Sunday, was postponed. And YDE Solomon Schechter postponed as well. So a couple of uh, post, a lot of postponements on the week. We will let you know when those games will be rescheduled. On the week ahead, a couple of games tomorrow night. Kushner will host Mag and David. Uh, both teams at the two-win mark, each looking for their third win, looking to get a leg up in the race for their respect for their respective divisions playoffs. Westchester will face the uh, the TABC Storm. They'll host TABC Storm. Westchester looking for their first win. Tuesday night, three games on slate, two of them involving the same school. Uh, yet another uh, varsity double-double. As North Shore will play two games on Tuesday night, Solomon Schechter at 6 o'clock, Shari Torah at 8.30. So much like DRS with the same opponent, Solomon Schechter first and Shari Torah, North Shore will complete their 7th and 8th games on the year, making them the first to go over the halfway point of the season. And the last game for varsity hockey on the week coming this Tuesday night, Flatbush will host Hank. Flatbush at 3-0-1. Hank at 1-3. and three. Uh, Flatbush looking to build on what has been a very good young season. Hank looking to turn around their luck. Hank, uh, one of the uh, presumed to be better teams coming into this season, just looking to turn their luck around. They've faced two teams that are, you know, at the top of the division. They faced DRS already. They faced Hafter already. Uh, now they can sort to look to build themselves back up to put themselves in good shape for the playoffs. Moving over to the rankings for the last week or where we stand now as of the last week. DRS still at the top spot despite all the action in the West. Uh, TABC, by virtue of the win over SAR, jumping up to the two spot. SAR dropping from two to three despite the win over Rambam because of that overtime loss to TABC. The Idle Frisch squad uh, drops down to fourth. Hafter stays at fifth. MTA jumping three spots from the ninth spot to the sixth spot. Rambam dropping from sixth to seventh. Ramaz from seventh to eighth. And Hank from eighth to ninth. Solomon Schechter making the biggest jump on the board from the 15th spot to the 10th spot by virtue of the win over Kushner. North Shore 
uh, also climbs despite two losses this week to uh, the 11 spot. Kushner drops to the 12 spot. JEC to the 13 spot. Megan David climbing, uh, sorry, dropping to the 14 spot. Flatbush to the 15 spot. YDE 16, Hillal 17, Shari 18, and Westchester rounds it out at 19th. Moving over to JV Hockey. Not very many matchups this week. Only seven. Three of them on the cross. First game happened last Sunday between MTA and North Shore. MTA, a really interesting uh, team over the first couple of weeks. I got to ref their first game against YDE, and they looked good. They didn't look like a great team, but the... The way that they've played over the first few months, or the, sorry, the first few weeks, the first month of the season, has got to stop and give you a pause as to how they can shake up the prospective varsity, uh, sorry, JV uh, playoff race. And we'll get to that hopefully next week when we talk with Coach Mo Fuchs. But first game, uh, first game out this past week against North Shore, MTA makes a statement. Ben Friedman scoring the game winner with three minutes left in the game. Friedman also pocketed the first goal for MTA before Charles Gresham tied it up for North Shore in the second period, the lone goal for the Stars in a 2-1 MTA victory. Now, yet another game where it seems as if goalie Avram Levy standing on his head for MTA. Uh, Levy keeping them in games. Really the first goalie in a while for MTA to... Uh, uh, for MTA to really note that can do this in a game. So it could turn into a real interesting season for the Lions, and we'll see over the next couple of weeks how it affects the playoff standings. But what it did do, uh, what it did do this week was good for MTA, taking a one-on-one week as Tuesday night, uh, they would suffer a loss to TABC, 4 nothing loss. Zach Levy with two goals. Jake Rothenberg and Ezra Kopstick each added one. Charles Gibber, his second shutout of the year. So that dropped MTA to 2-2-1 and one, and would put them into a tie with Kushner at the top spot at 2-0-1 after Kushner defeated JEC Last night, 6 to nothing. Drew Rabinowitz with two goals. Eitan Kane in two goals. Josh Lando and Max Orbach each added one. As for North Shore, North Shore would end up playing another game this past Monday night. And the game was actually way more interesting than the final score entails. North Shore jumped out to a 3 nothing lead on DRS behind three Charles Gress's goals in the first. Uh, but in the second, DRS uh, would wake up for six unanswered en route to an 8-3 route for the home squad. So DRS overcoming North Shore to maintain their perfect record, their perfect 2-0 record on the year. We talked about JEC losing to Kushner Saturday night, but that wasn't before a 7-1 drubbing of Mag and David earlier on in the week. David Rosazada, Aaron Silver, and Benzio Capustin each had two for the Thunder for Rosazada. It was his sixth in the first two games of the season for JEC. Obviously, after last night's game with Kushner, it's now three, but that's where it stood at that point. Other games on the week after taking an 8-0 win over Ramaz in the cross. Ramaz hurting and looking for their first win. Ramaz now at 0-3. Hafter at 2-1, two wins after that opening night stunner to North Shore. 
Finally on the week, Flatbush, a 7-0 win over YDE in another Brooklyn battle. So that wraps up the games played on the week in JV. Taking a look at the standings in the East, Rambam at the top at 3-0 with 6 points. Right behind them, DRS and Hafter and North Shore all with 4 points. DRS at 2-0, Hafter at 2-1, North Shore at 2-3. Behind them, Flatbush and Mag and David tied. Flatbush at 1-2, and two, Mag and David at 1-3, and, and then Hank at 0-3, and, and YDE at 0-4. Looking over in the West, as we said, Kushner and MTA at the top of the West. Kushner at 2-0-1, MTA at 2-2-1, SAR, TABC, and JEC behind them. SAR and TABC both tied at 2-0, JEC at 2-1. Frisch with two points at 1-0. and Ramaz behind them, winless at 0-3. Taking a look at the week ahead in JV Hockey. Tomorrow night, two games on the slate. YDE will host Hafter. YDE looking for their first win on the year. And uh, Kushner will host Mag and David uh, as the first game of a doubleheader with the Varsity. Tuesday night, two games. Flatbush will host Hank. Flatbush looking for win number two to get themselves to 500. Hank looking for that first win on the year. A Hank win will tie them with Flatbush and uh, potentially with Mag and David as well, depending on what happens against Kushner on Monday night. Tuesday also will feature uh, Ramaz and Rambam. The two did varsity battle uh, last week, but now the... Uh, top of the East and the bottom of the West doing battle. we got Ramaz looking for their first win. Rambam still undefeated on the year. Next Sunday night, JEC and MTA will go head-to-head uh, with the first game out of the Thanksgiving break. Looking at the JV rankings, TABC leads the way at number one after that win over MTA. Frisch at two, still undefeated. DRS also undefeated at number three. Kushner at 4, Hafter at 5, SAR at 6, Rambam at 7. MTA and North Shore switching ranks after the last week. North Shore dropping to 9th from 8th, and MTA jumping from 8th to 9th. JEC and Mag and David uh, and Flappish, Ramaz, Hank and YDE, 10 through 15, all saying in the same slots as last week. Once again, you are listening to The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League Sports. We are sponsored, once again, by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Again, next week, hopefully we'll have uh, TABC, Director of Hockey Operations, and Head Coach of the Varsity Hockey TABC Storm. We'll have him on with us to discuss the first few weeks of the hockey season. Now we move over to basketball. We're going to start out with girls basketball. We'll start out in girls varsity A. Six games on the week, all of them in their own conferences. Start out in the East, where Central played two games on the week, winning both of those games, defeating Flatbush 40-11 this past Monday night, and defeating North Shore 49-40. So a hard luck first couple of uh, Days for North Shore, as we pointed out. Again, two-point losses in both of their first two games, taking a knock at Central, against Central, uh, at home, 
to drop themselves to 0-3 Central. Moving to the top of the division with that win, uh, with, uh, especially with the win over Flatbush, 3-1 is their record. Flatbush, the loss dropping them to 2-1 in a tie with Hank, who also dropped a game this week, losing to Hafter, whom they beat a few uh, days earlier. This time, a 56-31 Hafter win to put Hafter in the win column. So the Eastern Division looks like this. You have Central at the top at 3-1, Flatbush behind them at 2-1, but obviously a huge disparity as the two teams uh, did battle. And I said, Central defeating Flatbush earlier on this week. Hank tied with Flatbush at 2-1 behind them. 2-1-2 teams, Ramaz and Hafter, both at 1-2. Ramaz, idle on the week. And behind, Solomon Schechter at 0-1, North Shore at 0-3. Moving over to the West, trio of games on the week as well. Maya Note jumping into the top spot Wednesday night with a 41-17 win over Kushner. Maya Note jumping out to 4-1, distinguishing them from SAR, who defeated Hillel Last Sunday, 44-39. to Both of these teams had three wins coming into the game. Now SAR at 3-0 and behind Mayanote at 4-1. and Frisch at 2-0 and behind the both of them. Frisch idle on the week. Heschel defeating Kushner by one Monday night as the last game. Heschel, 41-40 win over Kushner to push themselves up to 2-1. and ahead of Hillel and Bruria, both of those teams at 1-2. and two. Kushner rounding out the division at 0-5. Now, keep in mind, though, there was supposed to be a game last night, Frisch and Kushner. Not sure about that game. We don't have a score for that as of this time, or we not one that we can confirm. So we will get that to you next week. All these uh, standings, for right, all we know now, Frisch could be at 3-0. and Kushner could have gotten their first win. Um, we will update that for you next week right here on the Court Report. Several games on the week ahead, most of them tomorrow night. There are five games happening tomorrow night. There will be four in the east. Uh, sorry, well, sorry, there will be three in the west and two in the east. The two in the east will start out with Ramaz and Hank will do battle. Uh, Hank again at 2-1. and one. Ramaz at 1-2, and two. the two teams could be tied at the end of this, or Hank can build themselves a, uh, a lead to put themselves into first place along with Central. Also happening, North Shore and Solomon Schechter, one of those two teams, will get their first win on the year. Out in the West, trio of games, Bruria and SAR will do battle. SAR looking to stay undefeated. Kushner and Hillel also giving chase. Kushner looking for potentially their first win, looking to tie themselves with Hill Hill, looking to jump to the 500 mark. And Maya Note and Heschel will do battle as well. The lone game on Tuesday night to round out the week, Solomon Schechter and Ramaz. Moving over to Girls B. Two games on the past week, two games on the week ahead. On the past week, Mag and David and Bruria each picking up wins. Mag and David a, a, a dominant win over Shari Torah, keeping Shari Torah winless at 0-3. Megan David getting their first win on the year. And Bruria putting themselves up to 3-0 with a 40-29 win over Elon. So Bruria at 3-0 leading the division. SKA right behind them at 2-0. Shalhevet and Megan David at 1-1. 
Elon and Shalamis at 0-1, Shari Torah at 0-3. Coming up in the week ahead, only two games on the week, both of them actually Wednesday night, the one night that nobody else seems to be playing, they're playing. Bruria will look to stay undefeated as they battle Shalamis, Shalamis Long Island, looking for their first win. And Shari Torah and Elon will do battle, each looking for their first win on the year. Moving over to girls JV very quickly. Um, there were six games on the past week, four in the East and two in the West. North Shore staying undefeated, moving to a perfect 5-0 and with two wins this past week. First, a 56-24 win over Central on Wednesday night. Liel Waldman once again leading North Shore with 26. Then on Thursday night, they would face off against Ramaz for an, in which they would take a 10-point victory, 41-31. to Ariel Hajibe with 11 for the Stars, who, as we said, stay undefeated at the halfway mark of their season. Um, also on the week, Hafter would pick up win number two, defeating Central, keeping Central uh, down at 1-5 and five for Central, uh, as we said, also taking the loss to North Shore. So their 0-2 record on the week brings them to 1-5 and five as they pass the halfway mark of their season as well. Also, Hank taking a 25-23 win over Flatbush last night. The game was post- that was postponed from last week. So Hank jumping into the win column, now at 1-1. One and one. Flatbush dropping to 1-3. and three. Moving over to the West, two games on the week. Tuesday night saw Frisch defeating Westchester. Frisch's win put them into a tie with SAR for first place, which would last for oh, about 24 hours. When this past Wednesday night, SAR would trounce Bruria by 40. Lucy Hecht, 18 points for the Sting to put the Sting up to 4 and 0. Oh. So here is how the girls' JV basketball standings look. And we're at the point where we're starting to actually look at, because of how far everybody is, to look at the playoffs. Um, as, we, as we noted a couple of weeks ago, the top three teams in each division make the playoffs. We will we'll tell you how that works and where each one, uh, how, the, how the brackets will go over the next couple of weeks. But it's already time to start looking at that as North Shore with a per- perfect 5-0 and record, jumping out to a three-game lead on Hafter and Ramaz. Hafter at 2-1, and one, Ramaz at 2-3. and three. You have Hank at 1-1, one and one, Flatbush at 1-3, and three, and Central at 1-5. and five. So North Shore uh, uh, getting themselves over the first hurdle, um, potentially getting themselves over Central over the next couple of weeks, and then you have, you know, Flatbush and Ramaz, each with three losses. North Shore only needing a couple of wins to get themselves up and into the playoffs at this point, despite the fact that the next, you know, the next best team only has two wins in the division. Moving over to the West, uh, it's getting late early for Bruria and Westchester, as the old Yogi Berra quote was. You have SAR, Frisch, and Mayanote, who are way out in front. SAR at 4-0, Frisch at 3-0, Mayanote at 3-1. Now, it's interesting to note that three wins is way out, but when you're Bruria at 1-5 and and Westchester at 0-4, for Bruria, you're past the halfway point already. The best you can do is five wins, and when 
that and so right now you have schools that have only played three or four games that are already at three and four wins. That's very tough for you to to overcome. And for Westchester at 0-4, you've got to get on the win side first. But again, that's three and four games up when you only have six to go. So you have to hope that these teams don't win games, even though they're going to be facing each other, so somebody has to get a win. And you have to get as many wins as you can yourself to still be in the hunt. But like I said, getting late early for Breweria and Westchester. So over the next couple of weeks, we'd easily find ourselves talking about playoff situations in the Western Division. Um, two games on the week, one in the East, one in the West. Ramaz and Hank will do battle tomorrow night. Uh, Hank looking to get to the second win to tie with Ramaz. Ramaz looking to get themselves to the 500 mark and hopefully put themselves in better position for a playoff spot. Tuesday night, we'll see Frisch hosting Breweria. Frisch uh, ha- getting a chance to move themselves into a tie with SAR uh, at 4-0, and oh, they hope. Breweria looking to get to win number two and take a couple of those wins. A, a Frisch win would put Breweria at 1-6 and six and really put the screws to them, especially because they would have to pretty much win out just in order to get to where the teams like SAR and Frisch and p- probably Mayanoid at some point are right now. Um, so, again, like I said, over the next couple of weeks, we will take a look at the girls' JV basketball playoffs because it is at the point where certain teams are going to be eliminated at some point very, very soon. We're not going to move over to boys' basketball. We're going to start out with varsity basketball where there's a new team at the top of the heap out west, and it is the Waterbury Wolf Pack. Now, it depends how you look at how you consider the top team. I consider it a little differently than the myhsal.com site, and I'll get to that in just a moment, but let's get to how Waterbury got to the top of the West. Waterbury, 2-0 on the week, a 4-3 record. First starting out with a 78-76 overtime victory over Eastern Conference foe North Shore. Hillel Storch led the way with 12 for Waterbury. Waterbury would follow that up with a 52-33 win over Hillel this past Wednesday night. David Reiser leading the way with 16. So Waterbury at 4-3. and three. Um, Again, I consider that to be the top at 4 wins. According to the MYHSAL website, a little bit different. They have SAR, Heschel, and Frisch. And that's because they are at 3-0. and Heschel is at 3-0 and by virtue of a 63-45 win over Ramaz this past week. Elon Orgel back in his second game from injury to lead the way for the Heat with 18 in the win, building on his 20 off of Hillel last Thursday. And Frisch uh, upending YDE. Last year's top of the East team, 69-52. to Jack Stepner's 24, leading the Cougars. So we'll get to YDE in just a minute. But because of how the MYHSAL site does it, uh, obviously by hockey you have an easy standard to measure by, and that's by points. When it comes to basketball, though, you know, it's how many wins you have versus the potential. They go by potential, so they go by uh, percentage. But in the end, everybody plays the same amount of games, and it's the most wins that matter where you get to in the standings. So I go by wins the entire way. Waterbury, with four wins, even though they have three losses, is at the top of my standings board. SAR, Heschel, and Frisch right behind them. TABC at 3-1 and one with them as well. 
Ramaz at 2-2 two two with that loss. Kushner at 1-2, idle on the week. MTA getting their first win on the year with a 62-50 win over Hillel this past week. Hoodie Weiss dropping 21 points for MTA to get them that first win. Aton Warburg pitched in with 17 as well. Hillel, as we mentioned, two losses on the week. That MTA loss and the Waterbury loss, they're at 1-4. and four. JEC rounding out the West at 0-2. Moving over to the East. Coming into the week, the East was up for grabs. Rombaum was at 3-0. DRS at 2-0. YDE at 3-0 as well. All three of these teams in action this week. We told you about YDE losing to Frisch. DRS and Rombaum would go head-to-head with each other, and it would be DRS winning the Battle of Woodmere with a 71-252 victory over Rombaum. Gideon Volinsky, 37 points in the win. I think that sets the high watermark for the Yeshiva League for the year. I think the previous was Michael Tsor's 35 for North Shore a few weeks back. So DRS with the win moves to 3-0. Rombaum 4-1 because they would um, avenge that, not avenge, but they would rebound from that loss with a 49-36 win over North Shore. Aaron Azos and Ethan Aaron added again, just like last week and half to, beating Rombaum past North Shore. Azos with 20. Aaron with 10. So Rombaum at 4-1. and one. And again, you have the whole issue with 4-1, you know, 3-0. Rombaum's at the top of my leaderboard, but DRS remains undefeated. They're one of two teams left undefeated. Mag and David at 2-0. Idle on the week. So Rombaum at 4-1 to lead the East. DRS at 3-0. YDE at 3-1. Flatbush taking a victory this past Thursday night. Massive victory over Derek Hattora. Eddie Linser leading the way for Flatbush. Dropping 8 18 all in the second quarter to push Flatbush above 500 at 3 and 2. We spoke about Mac and David. We have Hank moving up to 2 and 1 this week with a 73 to 47 win over Shari Torah. Oren Batesh and Moshe Khalili leading the team for the second game in a row in Brooklyn, just like uh, Flatbush last Saturday night, scoring similar points to that game. Batesh finishing with 23, Khalili with 23. Right behind them, North Shore at 2-3, and three, dropping uh, by virtue of a 1-2 and two week, their only win, the 68-38 win over Solomon Schechter. Hafter and Shari Torah are at 1-3, Hafter idle on the week. Then you have YDH and Solomon Schechter rounding out the league and the division at 0-6. Taking a look at the week ahead, there were three games today. Heschel and TABC did battle. So you have um, two of those three-win teams who face each other, and one of those teams will have their fourth win, and either TABC will drop down to three and will have dropped down to three and two, or Heschel will have taken their first loss on the year. Also, this uh, also today was Frisch and Ramaz. Frisch also one of those undefeated teams. Ramaz looking to get to the three-win plateau, keep themselves above 500. MTA and Hank in a cross battle as well. Tomorrow we have one game. Kushner will host Hillel. Two one-win teams at the bottom of the West looking to gain that second victory. Tuesday is a three-slate. You have Heschel hosting JEC. JEC looking to get in the win column. DRS and Hafter in another Long Island battle. And Rambam and Hank, another Long Island battle. 
Wednesday night, Sharay Torah will host Mag and David as two Brooklyn schools match up against each other. Sharay Torah looking for win number two. Mag and David looking to stay undefeated. And Saturday night, we'll see MTA in battle again, hosting Kushner. Another battle. At that point, Kushner will either have their second win or will have two one-win teams again looking to play that game, assuming that MTA has lost today. So, again, it's it's all based on games that happen today and tomorrow as to what's coming up next Saturday night. Taking a quick look now at the Jewish Hoops America Top 25 for the past week. Valley Torah keeping the top spot after winning the Globerman tournament last week in California. There at the one spot, Milliken at two. The first Yeshiva League team in at three is Frisch, despite losing that championship game to Valley Torah, and also despite losing the Mag and David game, the Mag and, the Mag and David tournament team uh, championship to Mag and David. Mag and David in the four slot, right behind them. DRS at the fifth slot. So Yeshiva League teams going three, four, and five. The next team is SAR at eight. Behind them, Heschel at 12, Hank at 13, TABC at 16, Rambam at 19, YDE at 20, Norshore at 21, Ramaz at 22. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 Yeshiva League teams also receiving votes. Waterbury, who could get more votes now that they are as we say, at the top of the West. Hafter, Flatbush, who dropped out of the top 25 after last week, JEC. And, yep, that does it for Yeshiva League teams and for the Jewish Hoops America National Top 25. Stay tuned this Tuesday for updated Jewish Hoops America rankings. Finally, with about 10 minutes to go, we're going to move over to Boys JV Basketball. At the top of the Boys JV Basketball League, the Hafter Hawks. Last year, the Hawks 8-2, second place in the East. This year, Hawks already out to a 5-0 record. Hafter reached the 5-0 plateau, defeating Flatbush earlier this week 45-31 to to hit that mark. So much like we were talking about in boys, sorry, in girls JV basketball with North Shore jumping out to the same record, Hafter making the making their mark on the league and really putting the screws to them early on in the year. But right behind them, the DRS Wildcats. DRS 2-0 this week after, sorry, they're 2-0 overall, uh, reached that plateau after defeating Hank 72-45 to this past Tuesday. So it's more along the lines of volume for Hafter having five games as opposed to DRS having two games. One of those two teams will hit their first loss this coming week because the two are going to face this coming Tuesday night. So after Tuesday night, by the time we have the court report next week, we will have a little more clear uh, vision as to who is in the driver's seat for the boys' JV East. But also in the realm, Mag and David. Mag and David upping themselves to 2-1 and one after a 67-20 win over Flatbush on Thursday night. So Mag and David always hanging around. Whoever loses that half-to-DRS game is going to have to contend with Mag and David for that slot. Potentially even, you know, find themselves moving back at some point towards the top Mag and David. Mag and David taking the loss to Hafter last week. 
but never know what happens over the rest of the season. Behind them, YDE at 2-2 two two after defeating Rombaum last night, 44-24. to 24. So YDE back at the 500 mark, along with North Shore, also 2-2, two two, who defeated YDE this past week, 63-37. to 37. So... Those are the winners uh, from this past week. Uh, the rest of the, the rest of the standings board looks like this. Flatbush dropped to two and three with their two losses to Hafter and Mag and David. Shari Tora at, at one and zero, so they're undefeated at the moment. More along the lines of volume, though. Their schedule picks up this week. They have two games. They face Flatbush on Monday, and Mag and David on Wednesday. Um, also in the East, Hank dropped to one and two after that drubbing to DRS earlier on in the week. Rombaum still winless at 0-2, Ezra winless at 0-4. The two were supposed to face this week, but I think it's been removed from each of the school's calendars, so I don't believe that it actually happened. Moving out to the West, uh, only a handful of games, seven games, huh, I say handful, um, First game on the week, Heschel taking a 63-39 to uh, win over Maor. The, of the seven games, it's funny. Um, of the seven games, uh, SAR was in three of them, uh, Maor was in three of them, and they did not face each other at all this week. So it was really the SAR and Maor week. Uh, Maor taking three losses on the week. Uh, dropping the first game to Heschel, 63-39. to The win put Heschel into a tie for first at that point with Frisch and TABC. Uh, that would actually not be the case a couple of days later, that Monday night, when SAR defeated Heschel 54-49, to and then TABC trounced Maor by a wide margin. And that win jumped TABC into sole possession of first place at 4-0. SAR would join them, uh, last night with a 56-25 win over MTA, but their one loss to Frisch last week still looms large and keeps them separated from TABC. The other Maor loss on the week, a 58-44 loss to Kushner last night. And the only game on the week to involve... Oh, let's, SAR also defeated Ramaz by 2, 69-67. The only game to not feature either SAR or Maor on the week was a... Hillel victory over Westchester, 50-30. to 30. So the Western standings boards look like this. TABC at the top at 4-0. SAR behind them at 4-1. Frisch at 3-0. Heschel at 3-1. JEC at 2-0. Kushner at 2-1. So you got a couple of undefeateds in there still really pushing for it, and it's really pockmarking the league. It's going to start separating out over the next couple of days, and we'll get to the schedule ahead in just a minute. Uh, Hillel at 1-2, and two, Ramaz 1-3, and three, Ma- MTA, Maor, and Westchester all over. MTA, that was their first game and their first loss on the year, so they were 0-1. Maor and Westchester at 0-5, quickly on the slide towards the elimination bracket. Taking a look at the schedule for the week ahead, tomorrow night, two games. We already talked about Shari Tora Flatbush. JEC and Heschel will do battle as well. So you have Heschel, the 3-1 team against JEC, the 2-0 team. Then you have Tuesday night, three games. You have Rombaum, Hank. Rombaum looking for their first win. Hank looking to get to the 500 mark. Westchester and MTA at West. MTA, game number two. Westchester looking for their first win. Either of these teams looking for their first win. But, as we said Tuesday night, that massive battle in the East, DRS and Hafter. The winner of that will be in the driver's seat for the Eastern Division. 
Wednesday sees two games, uh, all all Brooklyn games, Shari Torah and Mag and David, YDE and Flatbush. Next Saturday night, MTA plays game number three as they host Kushner. Moving away from uh, Yeshiva League Sports for just a couple of seconds before we end up here, wanted to take some time to look in on what's going on on the collegiate level with the Yeshiva University Maccabees uh, basketball and roller hockey teams. Uh, Yeshiva University basketball season opening up this past week. Two teams, uh, sorry, the, the played two games this past week, winning their opener, uh, I believe it was against College of Staten Island the other night, taking a uh, tough loss to Baruch last night after opening up the game hot. Uh, we hope to see um, you know good things, only positive things, from the basketball team and head coach Elliot Steinmetz over the next couple of weeks. The Yeshiva University roller hockey team rolling to, the I believe, the end of their first half this morning. Going into the day, they had, uh, you know, going into last week, they had a, an undefeated record, took two losses. Uh, today, I believe they had a couple of games. I know they won their early morning game against Delaware. I think that was a, a forfeit on Delaware's end. But, yes, but the Yeshiva University roller hockey team, the roller hockey Maccabees, still running strong atop Division Two in the, EC, uh, uh, the ECRHA and making a push in the rankings for the top 10 of the NCRHA. So good luck to those teams. All right, folks, that's our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to the kids. Thank you to everybody who followed me this week on Instagram. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving from my family to yours again. There will be a brand new court report next week, and we hope to have TABC Varsity Head Coach and Director of Hockey Operations, Mo Fuchs, as our guest to run us through the first couple of weeks of the JV and varsity hockey season. Um, And uh, hopefully in the week ahead, we will get the same for basketball. But for now, thank you so much. Looking forward to next week. If you missed any part of this or any episode this season, you can catch the Encore presentation every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., or you can find the court report in our archives, the Nachum Siegel Network app. Tomorrow morning, jam the AM with Nachum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m. live on the app or at NachumSiegel.com. Once again, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Please give them a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your plaque and trophy needs. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning morning on JM in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and our new Instagram page. I'm Elliot Weiselberg reminding you it's good to be smart, but better to be wise. See you next week right here on The Court Report, only on the Nachum Siegel Network. Hi, this is Elliot Weiselberg, host of The Court Report. Stay tuned for more amazing musical selections and programming only on the Nachum Siegel Network. NachumSiegel.com